We decided to sit down with Janet Music. Janet is research program coordinator with the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University. And we'll get to the big, big problem in just a little bit of the future and food security and what needs to be done and what avenues we have. Farming all year round is not possible in Canada. However... It is possible if you look at other methods, and so we'll discuss those. But the first thing we wanted to get to was the outlets that we have for selling something as simple as the food that is grown by farmers in this area, fruits and vegetables. And we asked Janet, do we need to look at this a little bit more deeply? Can we actually, if we look on a personal level, can we save money by shopping at locals, farmers, markets. Absolutely, it can save you money. It's interesting about farmers markets. They seem to have this reputation that they're really for upper middle class people and they're not not a place to find discount food and and what you're finding is a lot of pretension and artisanal, you know, breads and cheeses and what have you. But in fact, farmers markets are an excellent way to kind of cut out the middleman for a lot of uh, farmers in your local area. So, you know, you can actually get really great savings and get things that are in season. And the money that you're spending there is actually staying in your community. So a lot of people have a really good feeling about that because they feel like they're supporting their own farmers. So absolutely, you can find deals at farmers markets and more people than ever are actually looking at farmers markets as groceries in retail become more and more expensive. What are we finding, Janet, in terms of the availability? We had a great conversation with Glenn Pearson, who is one of the heads of the London Food Bank. And he said, you know what we need? We need more places to sell local food so that we're not forcing farmers who maybe would love to stay a little closer to home to go, you know, an hour, sometimes more than an hour to sell at markets. Yeah, it's interesting. Agriculture is really complicated in Canada. It's not as uh, straightforward as we want it to be. You know, we have a lot of international commitments when we are growing things. And so you you tend to think of these large single commodity farms, especially if you're thinking out in the prairies uh, or even in Ontario where you're you're growing pulses and those are for the international market. And then in turn, of course, we import of a lot of uh, fruits and veg from places like California or Florida or Central and South America, especially during the winter months. And really what when people are saying we need more people to support local is I think in their mind, they're thinking market farms where there's a it's a smaller farm, perhaps family run that grows a variety of vegetables that they take to the market. And then, you know, as a community member, you have lots of variety on hand. The problem with this, though, is that, you know, Canada, we're not growing a ton of things in December, January, February and March. Right. So and we like our 89 cents a pound bananas. Right. And so those aren't local. And so if we want to maintain uh, our commitment to variety in our diets, we need to find more innovative ways to support agriculture year round. And that could be vertical farming. Uh, it's absolutely greenhouse farming. And, and how are we going to power these things effectively so that we're not 
contributing to greenhouse gases and uh, maybe we're utilizing solar so that we can kind of reap the benefits without actually creating more costs. We're talking with Janet Music, who is the research program coordinator with the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University, talking about farmers markets, fresh grown fruits and vegetables, local grown foods and vegetables. You mentioned some of these other techniques that can be used now that maybe can help you to grow during the non-growing season. Here in Canada, we've got so much farmland. I know some of it gets eaten up by development right now, but we've got so much farmland still. How are we doing in terms of some of those alternative growing methods? Are they catching on? Well, it's still quite expensive to start something like that, right? So if you and I wanted to start our own vertical farm, we would have a a very steep learning curve. And then we would have to invest in the different types of equipment we would need to do that, right? So we're still seeing this traditional model where outside of urban centers, and Canada really is just a series of urban centers connected by highways, surrounded by this agricultural land. And then, of course, you have this transportation necessity, whether it's by rail or by uh, over uh, with fossil fuels, with cars and trucks, what have you. So I think, you know, we're not really at the forefront of, you know, innovative urban agriculture, as it were. Does that mean we we couldn't be in the future with investments into different techniques like solar or, or precision agriculture, but in an urban center? I think that is an opportunity that awaits us as Canadians, especially if we want to minimize our risk uh, you know, increase our food sovereignty, really uh, minimize our risk from the globalized food supply chain, which we see is 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 subject to shocks like, you know, in the Ukraine right now with the ongoing conflict, how that impacts, you know, prices of grain, prices of energy. And, and all of that is felt here at home. And it absolutely contributes to the prices that we pay. And then, of course, the other big thing is climate change, right? So whatever is causing climate change, it's absolutely impacting the way agriculture operates. And of course, you know, farmers are very invested in finding ways to to uh, overcome the challenges presented by flooding and heat waves and all of the other things that are impacting growing. Uh, but I think urban agriculture kind of presents itself as an opportunity uh, that maybe takes some of the risk out of the globalized food supply chain that we are subject to here in Canada. That is Janet Music, Research Program Coordinator with the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie. So expensive to grow year-round? Yeah, you, you bet it is. But should we be paying more attention to this? Should we be spending more time talking about this before we get to a point where you say, yeah, we should have spent some time on this 10 years ago? And we'd be in a much better place. Or even 25 years ago, we'd be in such a better place. Yeah, that's usually how it goes, right? We are talking about food, food security, food supply. Janet Music is the research program coordinator with the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University. And... We have one more big question for Janet, and that is, do we need to be focusing more than we do on how we're going to continue to feed everyone in Canada? 
Yeah, it's interesting that you bring that up because, uh, you know, our population has grown exponentially in the last year. I know, you know, the federal government is has made that a priority and is very proud of the immigration numbers into the country. And really, when people are talking about maybe the downside of that, they're talking about housing. We don't really talk about food. And I mean, how do you feed 7 billion, 8 billion people on the planet? Well, you need to have innovative food uh, growing techniques and processing, right? Processing uh, food is how we stretch uh, nutrients, how we stretch calories, right? And so that's that's really manufacturing. And we don't have a lot of that in Canada, right? We've outsourced a lot of manufacturing. So if you think about those middle of the store aisles when you're shopping, is a lot of that local? Is it even Canadian made? Chances are it's not, right? So investing in manufacturing in Canada is one of the key ways that we can ensure that people have access to food. Of course, there's always that argument that people will make that, well, processed food isn't as nutritious as, you know, fresh uh, produce. And, and that very well may be. And that is a different challenge that we have to overcome. Um, but certainly uh, processing in the short term or medium term is how we're going to feed all of these extra people. And, and don't forget, you know, when we are inviting people to come to Canada to live they have different diets, right? And so often when we talk to students, you know, and I, I have a lot of international students that we work with, you know, they miss things like mangoes, mangoes from India, which are much more uh, robust and, you know, delicious, flavorful than say the mangoes that they experience in the grocery store that may come from Central America or maybe off season, right? And so they miss these kinds of products that they're used to getting from home. And so I think that also presents an interesting opportunity for those kind of vertical or greenhouse growing uh, techniques. How do we replicate comfort food for newcomers, right? So we we have something familiar with us, Thanksgiving, which is right around this weekend. You know, we have our traditional comfort food. Well, you know, many of new Canadians have never celebrated Thanksgiving before and, and may associate different comfort food. So I think these are all problems, absolutely. But, you know, a problem is just an opportunity waiting to be, you know, taken advantage of, right? So I it, it can be thought of as a kind of an alarming thing, but it's also an opportunity waiting to be solved. Janet, thank you so much for the conversation today. This has been fascinating. Oh, thanks for having me. That's Janet Music, Research Program Coordinator with the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University. So a lot there to think about, and a lot of it says, yeah, we need to be spending some more time figuring out how we're going to grow more food in this country. How do we bring those costs down? How do you do it more year-round? There's a lot going on in places like California. Do we need to be looking that way? We'll talk with Janet again in the future.